Motorhead Racing Radio, Andrew Curl in here, your host. With me, our guest Jason Schultz oh, on this week. That's not how, you how doing, this man? works. You can say <laughs> back from Pocono. When's the last time you were able to say that? I guess Phoenix in like March, but like it's been a while. Back, back from being inside the garage. Yeah, that was a great been... podcast. You remember that? Yes. What a great, what a great throwback that was right there. No, yeah, back from the Pocono garages. I, I did the like I did the math. It was 475 days from garage lot. to garage, which was a while. But jumped right back into it, and it felt it felt as if we didn't miss a beat. So it was right. uh, it was great to be back. We're gonna get to that, but we have some very big news. Very big news. Do you know what the news is? I think I do. Um, I wish I had something funny to say right now because that would be. <laughs> but we didn't need Adam Stern to tweet this, but because we're just going to announce it ourselves, we have a new producer on Redhead Racing Radio. Can you believe it? I can believe it. Yeah, me too. Ben, Ben Walton is here. He's our producer. He's on the Zoom, and talk uh, to the people. He's, he, he's gonna he's gonna make this show big, man. That's the goal. Here I am. I'm, I'm not gonna do a shameless plug like the you know the last producer, producer. and say and, <laughs> hey i'm not gonna say that you could follow me on instagram and twitter at neb underscore nala it's ben walton back i'm not gonna do that so don't worry no guys. that would so be ridiculous ben, or yeah. tiktok unprofessional no, i don't right tiktok is so, yeah. the same no. you know oh yep yeah, tiktok is the same but he's not gonna say not it gonna okay it. guys no, that's all. the important part not yeah so ben walton is my friend i met in college i was a Exiting college my last semester was his first semester. We became great friends really quick. Went to Martinsville once, had a great road trip, went to Waffle House, went to the racetrack, saw a great truck race. Ross almost won. Todd Gillen ended up winning. That was the day Kyle Busch said mean things about him, and, you know, that was funny. Got some burgers at this great place in Greensboro afterwards. So Ben and I go way back to 2019. And he's also a student at UNC Charlotte studying the same thing. Likes to do content, and we do content. Right, Andrew? That's right. Yeah, we do a lot of content. And we we do it well, real well, real well. I'll be the real judge good. of that, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really he can censor all of Jason's bad takes and opinions. Nope. This is so great. This is awesome. You know what? I ben, don't when have you're editing, any bad You can opinions. just mute Jason, and it'll just be me. <laughs> that's that's I, fine by me. We don't need it. I mean, you guys are already working on the name change, so you know, Andrew <laughs> Carlin, Yeah. Podcast basically sounds the same whether Jason talks or not. Let's right. be honest. Right. <laughs> My opinions make the show. If you agree, yeah. tweet me that. Okay. Wow, All I right. just got flooded with messages. It's crazy. Yeah, because this is live, because this is definitely live. Yeah. Do you know the funny yeah. thing about Ben mentioned a name change, which we're considering, so if you have any ideas, send it to us. But <laughs> yeah. the, the way Andrew found out I wanted to change the name, we were talking before a taping of the Dale Jr. download with like Mike Davis. Was Dale there yet? I think he was there. No. Okay, no. maybe Kelly was like nearby or something, because she had the one that, or Mike had said it to her or something. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to, I'm thinking about changing the name. And Andrew's like, look at me like, what? I'm like, oh yeah, surprise. Yeah, one, one yeah, and then and then um, he came back after the show. He's like, "I was trying to think of stuff during the show." No, I'm like, "That's not what you should be focusing on." <laughs> no, not at all. Not at yeah, but so um, welcome, welcome Ben. We're looking forward to becoming huge with you. And Ben's got the killer NASCAR impressions, which I'm sure we're gonna hear throughout the course of of the year, the rest of the year. But yeah. Um, Man, get, if, I felt like I was living with Chris Rice for a while when we were uh, down a week there in Charlotte. 
I mean, Chris is, you know, Chris is such a great guy. You know, I've known him for, for so long, as you know. So, uh, um, yeah, give us the taste. Uh, I feel like we got to wait. You know, we got to set up the scenario. Don't we want to have It's got to come naturally. It's got to come naturally. Okay. Wait until ben, you can just butt in whenever you want, and then we can just go from there. That works for me. Let's wait until Colleague has some news, and we'll have Chris Rice himself announce it. How about that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That sounds good. All Sounds right, good. let's start off with Colleague Racing's weekend ads in Pocono. <laughs> How did they do? I actually don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't let's know. ask Chris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do it we'll, now. We'll let but... him breathe. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll let him breathe. We'll let him breathe. We'll let him. Yeah. Um, All right. Chris is, you can't force Chris Rice no, to come out. To come it's kind of like you just have to be natural. blessed with the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Andrew, Pocono, I you... thought. What? First, I'm going to, I want to cue you up on something, but. To find your Twitter account, I see you posted a fleet. Just noting that. Oh, yeah. That, that was fleets. just literally just, you know what it was? It was one of those things because I saw you posted a fleet maybe a few months ago. I'm like, you hate fleets. Why'd you do you it? You did like, it before I, I did. See it. I did. And I it's literally really did. Interesting I had, can see it. I had, cool, I had cool pictures, and I'm like, I just want to see who sees it. And then nobody looks at fleets anymore. I literally think 10 people saw it. <laughs> so. When I did it, it was like, it was like some relevant people that looked at it. I'm like, that's interesting. People care. Yeah. Yeah, All right. it was, it was is, um, literally yeah. a social experiment, literally Good. like a social media. We could experiment. do one of those Twitter spaces or whatever where we can be live talking to people sometime. That'd be cool to do. Instead of our Instagram lives, that might be the thing to do. Brett Griffin saw it. He doesn't even follow me. Oh, that's hilarious. That is, okay, that's actually kind of. See, I told you. See, that is interesting. Okay. Mm. Yeah, the more you know. Maybe that's going to be my direct line to Brett Griffin now is posting Twitter fleets. Yeah. <laughs> You don't need any more direct lines to DBC host for the record. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All but right. I want, to read, I want to read your tweet. Can okay. I read your tweet? Sure. Go ahead. Arrived a week early, period. Oh, yeah. Because no. we were at Independence Hall. Did you know what that was? Do you know why that's significant, Is it where Jason? the Independence play? Yeah, that's right. That's like, All that right. is the 4th of July. That's the, yes. like, Mary, that is Ma the place. All right. Merry 4th of July. Now, here's a tweet yeah. I really want to read. Andrew tweeted at 12.15 a.m. on June 28, 2021 from Pennsylvania on his iPhone, 475 days since we were last inside the garage working at a NASCAR race. This weekend felt so good to be back. It reinvigorated my passion for the sport, one that was lost for many months during the pandemic, and we're just getting started. So first of all, I didn't. I don't think you ever told us directly you had lost your passion for the sport in the last year. So explain that, and then explain why you came to that conclusion after your weekend back in the garage. Well, I, I, I don't know if it was passion, but it was more of a sense of belonging, um, and that was kind of a, a common theme throughout this whole weekend. Is like, and and even the weeks leading up to it, being in Charlotte and working in Charlotte again, like I feel a part of the sport again. Whereas like when you did stuff over Zoom and it was just like you're logging on to these post-race press conferences and just trying to get by, like you just don't feel like you're you're doing enough to feel like you're a part of the sport. And, you know, we were back in a normal capacity. We got to do solid work again for since over a year at the track. And, and so that all came rushing back. And there are so many exciting things, even just like the – car ride home at the end of the day just feeling like worn out but knowing like holy cow we got so much done i was even thinking about stuff going to sleep last night going through photos i'm like oh yeah the xfinity race on saturday i'm like wait no that was 
also this morning. So mm-hmm. it's like when these days are long, but they're fun grind, that's what I miss so much. And, and What were some instances that you were in the garage doing the thing that you were so used to doing for so many years that you did this past weekend that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe how much, like I missed this, but I didn't realize it. It's honestly just the little things. Um, and it's, it's, it is at the end of the day, the people that you see and haven't seen in such a long time, the amount of Amount of times I'm like, man, it's been a while, and I've said that. I said that to somebody. Was, man, yeah, well, man, <laughs> um, but it it was it was so many times, and uh, and even just like jumping back into victory lane, that was one thing we weren't sure if we were gonna do. I came in with low expectations, being like, this might not be a thing anymore, and to to do that, and even you know briefly chat with Kyle Bush yesterday before the interview and he's like hey it's it's been a while good to see him like you too man like we're back and to to kind of pick up right where we left off on the video side and just execution during a weekend felt really good all right random question for a producer here when you hear people say it's been a while or that word, <laughs> does that make you think people are calling your name yeah, all the time. And uh, when somebody says how it's been or like what it's been or something like that, it's it's kind of a curse. Wow. All right. I literally wrote that down the other day thinking like, well, let me ask him this on the podcast because I think that'd be an interesting answer. So I'm good to know. I'm just, I feel like I need my own segment and it's like how it's been. And it's like just me giving out some <laughs> news or something like that of, you know. You just tell us about your life. Yeah. Just give me like a little update on my day or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Back to the track. Tell us what you did this weekend at Pocono Raceway, Andrew Curland. So we weren't even supposed to be at Pocono as of like Because you were banned the last time you were there, remember? Was what? You were banned the last time you were at Pocono Raceway? Yeah, that's right. No, um, NASCAR basically called us up, and you're going to see more of it throughout this week. Um, But to kind of go and showcase the camping experience at track and really kind of dive in because they didn't have a team that could just focus on that for that weekend. So... Uh, we were flown down to literally spend time in the campgrounds, get to know people and families and, and just kind of cover stuff and, and show that experience. And it was like Pocono. I know you guys haven't been there before, but holy cow, it delivers in terms of the fan experience, the camping experience. I've never seen more kids at a track than at Pocono Raceway. And uh, the camping's different, too. It's not like you go to a Daytona or a Talladega or Bristol where it's kind of like it is. It genuinely is like a more family environment. And we got an opportunity to, to chat and talk with um, a few clumps of, of people throughout, throughout the weekend. Um, and literally, we would, we would talk for like 30 minutes. And at the end, I would feel like I was like camping with them, like hanging out with them. Like it was so great. So that was really cool to kind of see that perspective, um, which I haven't really dove into before. Yeah. Um, Jason started camping at the racetrack 2009. I think it was the first year. I'm jealous. I've never done it. And that is on the top of like the bucket list. We should all do it and capture it and how great that content will be. Let's get Marcus Limonis to get us an RV for the weekend. (laughs) Hey, producer Ben, I know you're not the one with his phone number, but like I need you to work on getting us an RV for the weekend. I'll post a TikTok. It'll get viral. And then he'll have him DM me. I'll have him come to me. How about that? Bet. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to come to us. Come on. Mm. No, 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 no. He's got to reach out to us. That's the only way I want it. Yeah. Big time. (laughs) So I started camping when I was probably like 11, maybe camping at the track, like for five or six straight years, it was show up on like Wednesday, pitch your tent, hang up like your little pop-up thing. You tent camped. Yeah. 
like legit oh, camping. So you Andrew's really like, like Andrew's like I need an RV with like a Tempur-Pedic mattress <laughs> and like all this and we fancy need stuff. Wi-Fi and running yeah. water, like all that stuff. Okay, this is funny story. So, um, <laughs> so one of the one of the groups that we talked to was a group like um I, I don't know if you know like the like the influencers that they bring to the track but one of them was like oh those like vlog families like where they travel the world like they live out of their rv and they just kind of like see the world and explore and that's like they that's their thing right and they're like got a following on youtube so they're they're called trying something new if you want to search them up on youtube and i was texting uh the mom that morning just kind of like hey you know what time can we stop by your bus to kind of shoot some stuff with you guys and say hello and um we were, we were talking and then later I was like, does 1030 work? And she thought she like missed, m- mixed up my phone number. She thought I was a sanitation guy. She's like, oh yeah, are you here to pump our truck and replenish our water? I'm like, nope, <laughs> I, that is the wrong person. Oh my God. <laughs> so, See, when you're tent camp, you don't have those worries. Yeah, no, you don't, you don't even have that. It's a simpler life. Yeah, sure. exactly. Especially yeah. when it rains and there's like oh, storms God. that walk through at Watkins Come Gunner Beers. See, I don't even want to do that. Yeah. No, it wasn't that bad. I like, want to camp in style. If I want you to have camp a, in style. Yeah. High class there. Or down here, would, okay, down here we hammock. camp the real life. It like like at Road America, hammocking at Road America at night would be pretty sweet. That'd I think you awesome. might want to be enclosed just in case there's any like wild animals out there. Actually, oh, I think there's a giant bug. There was some bug that landed on my neck on a run recently, and I think it left this gigantic bug bite. Really? So I'm afraid of bugs. So I would never camp yeah. out close. Yeah. My first memory ever from camping at the track was seeing this rowdy group of college kids across from us burn their couch overnight because they were too drunk <laughs> to realize the couch was in the fire. Also, they were playing beer pong. That's where I learned what beer pong was. So that was there. Some That's great awesome. memories. Are you putting? Are you putting that stuff in your video? Do you need me to like record something for your video about my camping experience well, at the racetrack? Well, there there were people that we stopped by and we started filming, and then my dad and I kind of gave each other the look like this is not going to work out. Like why this not? is not, not the kind of family experience we why thought not? was going to be. Tell us why. Um. Well, there say, were like, definitely a bunch of choice. There were definitely a bunch of tight camera shots because of some choice t-shirt decisions made <laughs> by some of these people. You so like I would literally <laughs> I would zoom in and it would be just like from like your top of your neck to like the top of your head. Like it was that tight of a shot cuz I'm like I can't fit any of this t-shirt in at all. Give us an example. So, I don't know. You can I don't say want, it on like, here. You can say it on here. Yeah, I don't want to expose. They don't know. No one's going to know. Just you can tell us. Yeah, there's one shirt that was um, share, you know, like the share Coke thing. Oh, yeah. Your favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was instead of share Coke, it was share. a. I don't know if you want to put that in the podcast or not, Jason. So you make well, that decision. I didn't think they were that bad. I thought it'd be <laughs> yeah. like a. You wanted an example. Shirt. That was an example. Maybe that's something Ben cuts out. Maybe that whole little. <laughs> I saw his reaction too. He's like, "Oh, that's not what I was expecting." Wow, uh, I expected something. Well, okay, more we normal. did see um, we did see a bus that um had like one of those car covers on the windshield, and it mm. was called the Horny Bus. So. I don't even know if I want that in there either. Ben will probably have to bleep that out. Yeah. That's totally fine. All right. So you... Gotta love campers. Best family track, right? Like... (laughs) 
you should go to Talladega Boulevard for your next <laughs> camping shot at night. Oh, night. I've been to Talladega. Oh, yeah, that's uh Tell that's NASCAR, a, like, you want people to camp? Let's show, let's show them this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But um, it was fun. It was cool. And you know what's crazy is there were these compounds, like these neighborhoods. I didn't even know this was a thing. But literally, there were, like, 15 RVs in a giant rectangle with, like, space in the middle. And it would be all these families that literally, like, blocked off their own little square to hang out within inside of it and they all met by camping at Pocono so like they didn't know each other outside of it but they met over the years camping at Pocono which was really neat so that was probably the coolest thing that we got out of all that so at the track you were there from Saturday on right yeah so there's like 35 races so what, what were you doing during the races uh well for most of saturday during the races we were actually out shooting stuff at the campgrounds so we didn't really get to soak in and watch a race until sunday um but i will say this is the double header cup race on saturday felt weird like it didn't feel like a cup race like sorry got a frog in my throat it didn't feel like a cup race yeah, I know. I got to get it out. Didn't really feel like a cup race day, and it was kind of strange. Like, all right, we're going to load them up tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, man, Sunday with the Xfinity race and then cup race number two felt exactly like a classic cup race day. And I honestly thought it was cool from day two's perspective of like, well, here's what the cup guys did yesterday. How are they going to do today? That That's what I did enjoy about the double header was the kind of like, we can directly compare and contrast who was good yesterday versus mm. um, what we're going to see today, which I thought yeah. was pretty neat. And on the grid, most of the drivers in the top 20 walked the wrong direction to their car because of the field infer. The amount of times I was following someone filming B-roll, they're like, wait, no, we're parked over here. We're going the wrong way. It was like at least five to 10 times. That's funny. I have never really been a fan of Pocono Raceway. However, having two separate dates, I thought was a bad idea, but having this one weekend together, I kind of look forward to it. It's like one weekend a year, you have two cup races, a packed weekend of racing. And yeah. the last two years of racing at Pocono, given this doubleheader scenario, has been pretty good. There's been wrecks, there's been action, there's been things happening versus normal Pocono races were just like, a waste of time in my mind if they're just boring nothing happens yeah the main theme i got out of this weekend was pocono exceeded and impressed my expectations mm. for this like the racing i thought on saturday was really good we got a freaking fuel mileage race holy shit. like when was the last time we got one of those uh we got that yesterday on sunday and that was like so exciting to watch and follow and it actually played out and like we had guys running out of gas with two three laps to go and the third place driver won like when did we see that before like so i thought that was really exciting the fans were back i think in the fullest capacity it's been all year like even to the point where there were drivers pr reps that i talked to who were rookies this year that they're like, they were a little overwhelmed this weekend because they've never experienced a real cup race day like this. Uh, An example is like Chase Briscoe walking around in the garage on Saturday wearing a polo and like fans were mobbing him. And like, he was like surprised about that. He didn't know that was a thing for like Hmm. the cup series kind of thing. So um, that was also really great because like it, it felt like a race weekend again. Like it really did. 
Andrew likes fuel mileage races for the record in case anyone didn't catch that. Yeah. Well, don't you? Wasn't that exciting not, to no, watch? I'm just, I'm just making it known. Steve Letarte explaining what was happening made it way more enjoyable to watch than really? I think another network which would have not covered it nearly as well as he did. I listened to MRN and um, they did a really, really good job explaining it. Also, on Pit Road on Sunday, I swear to you, I was where all the action was mid-race. Like, I was walking up and down, and right when Kyle Busch had his problem and he was stuck in that gear, bam, I'm at his pit box already. They come in. That's when the crewmen jumped in. So I had a front-row seat for them changing that and them pushing the car out of gear. And at that point, I'm like, oh, he's done, right? Did, and yeah, then did I you was, think he was going to win? Yeah, no, I didn't. And we'll get to that in a second. But then I was walking up pit road, and then Ross Chastain had an issue who was running like fifth or fourth at the time. He came in. Then Chase Elliott with this flat tire, a few pit boxes up, a few laps later came by, and they're – pulling the tires off the car right when I'm passing them. So, like, I was, like, I just happened to run into a bunch of, like, big storylines at the right moments. But, yeah, Kyle Busch, holy cow. Like, So you're saying you didn't listen to Steve Letarte's advice and take him out of your fantasy lineup after oh, stage two? My fantasy lineup has struggled because I've forgotten to change and edit them. the last, Especially the doubleheader, like, you forget to change it from Saturday to Sunday. So, like, I'm Excuses. down to two and one starts for a couple of drivers. Excuses. We're down to the end. Big yeah. excuses. So, yeah. yeah. Pocono produced action, which is not always the case. So, we're going to give it a thumbs up and move on. And, and I'll say this. When they were off air... On MRN, the best MRN, which is commentary. the best feed, mm. by the way, like the off-air commercial break MRN. I think it was Alex Hayden. They're like, if Kyle Busch wins the championship this year, this is one of those races that we look back at. And it's like that performance was impressive. Like we saw a freaking great Kyle Busch performance. To to basically, you count him out right with that transmission issue. And to win that race without a clutch, without having to come back down pit road, the the cards are dealt for Kyle Busch. And to win that race stuck in fourth gear and to run out of gas coming out of turn number three, that's going to be one we're going to remember for a while. Um, Let's talk technical for a second. I have something very technical to discuss. Okay. Bob tweeted on Tuesday. Did you see, first of all, Bob was signing autographs along that there was a video. I of did, him. yeah. And it yeah. got like 50,000 views, that video. That's crazy. That's yeah, it was awesome. All right, Bob tweeted, with no tire fall off, if you can work the fuel so that you need just one can of gas in the final stop, could take no or two tires. Technical. We're talking technical here. Our friend Landon Castle responded, I agree with that strategy, Bobs, because tire fall off usually results in sore ribs and a suspended crew chief. Tire fall off bad, tire stay on good. And that's our technical talk for the week. <laughs> I literally, literally the tire falls off. I get it. Yeah. Tire stay on good. It's it's a good strategy. Keep your tires on the car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else? Uh, what else is there to say? And, oh, like, and Larson blows a tire in, in turn three in the last lap of Saturday's race. Something like, happened. What, did the leader with three laps to go in both races win the race? I don't believe so. I think, it, yeah. Wait, yeah. Because they were saying, like, because Hamlin was time, leading like, up two. to, like, the white. Yeah. That yes. is awesome. I, I think it was white. I think it was, like, two to go. And then. Yeah. You know, I, I will say I this. Last thing about Pocono. Is you know we go to our twenty-one race schedule. I think we left Pocono out, right? We did not. 
just uh, pick Pocono. I remember. Pretty you sure keep we talking. I'll, I'll look it up. Now I'm convinced we got to do, we got to go to Pocono. The fan base there is awesome. The racing clearly delivered this weekend. And I honestly think we don't need to, we don't need two Pocono dates. Let's keep this double header, make it the only double header that we do all year. And I think it's a, it's a fun stop on the schedule. It really is. All right. If we're going to do a 21 race schedule though, two Pocono races and this, I'm really bad at math. That may be like how many percent of the schedule? Maybe 5% I don't know. of the Pocono schedule. becomes a lot more important. This is yeah. math. Yeah. We can't have Pocono be that important. Um, I'm trying to look up to see when you tweeted that schedule thing. The importance oh, found of Pocono. It. I found it. Um, no Pocono, unless we put it in the playoffs, which we did not. You were correct. You know what that is, Jason? That's a bunch of horse <laughs> Okay, that's well, what that is. <laughs> not putting Pocono on there. It was your idea. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, that probably was my idea. Yeah, you're right. right. I have something I want to discuss <laughs> before we leave our listeners on this fine day. Okay. Uh, two years ago this weekend was the pool noodle and inner two days at Chicagoland. For maybe Ben, who didn't know us at that point, you tell us what that was all about. What we yeah, did. That was that one day. of the that was one of the best at track days that we've had in a long. But here's the thing, and I'll tease Road America this weekend. It's We're coming gonna back. do some things that we have never done at the track before. One of which could very well maybe top that blindfold challenge segment. It can. It's going to be with I... Ross Chastain. That's maybe all I'll say. But it's going to be fun. It's confirmed 10 o'clock it's Saturday. got something to do with the so. watermelon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ben, Andrew's you, you gonna figured strip. it out. How did you know? <laughs> Andrew's going to strip, and they're going to do something on camera. Look for yeah, it. That, that's how yep. you get people. That's how you tease it. People are going to watch now. Yeah, no, but it's going to be Or maybe um, they won't. But yeah, that Chicago Lime race weekend was so awesome. Um, what did we do with the pool noodle? That's my point. Just tell people what we did with the pool the noodle. The pool noodle was a, a, um, an, an item for Alex Bowman to guess. And what? And, uh, what? What was the game he was guessing in? Oh, it was a blindfold challenge. That's what it was. So we put a blindfold on a driver. They have to guess what it is. We might bring it back this weekend. Mm-hmm. We just have to figure out with what driver, with what items, where and when. That's all then, we're missing. So basically all the details. All the details. That's good. Yeah. Then what was the inner tube? The inner tube was for Bubba. That was awesome. And I told him, hey, this is really small. You're going to need to cup your hands. Hey, hey, go watch the video. Pinned on my Twitter. It's great. I will never I'm unpin still that pinned thing. on your Twitter two years Oh, ago? my God. Are you kidding me? That's like the Someone quote tweeted it like yesterday being like, hey, this is so great. I'm like, that's from yeah. two years ago. But it's, a, it's my favorite, favorite video we've ever done. So I'm not going to unpin it until something tops and it. And there's a surprise guest. So you got to watch it to find surprise out. Surprise guest, Ryan Blaney. Um, all right. Before we do go. I do need to say this because by the time this is the only time to announce it really, but I've been teasing the NBCSN show. We basically told them all the details last week. Go ahead. Yeah. But, but it's this Friday. All right. And I just actually saw a copy of the show today and I'm really excited about it. Um, diving into, you don't know what it's about though. So we're diving into the world of us legend cards and, um, 
why do you have to condense my passion, Jason? I'm imagining me as a listener, and I'm like, it's going to get boring talking about Legend Cards for more than 60 seconds. So, um, it's not a to throw freaking, shade. I'm on a TV show, Jason. I know. Let me, like, yes. promote it. I, I'm watching for the TV show, but you don't have to give away all the details. You don't want people to watch it. It's, we're, we're diving into the just world. Tell US about, Legend, just talk about it. Just talk about it. Just go. I literally was talking, and you interrupted me. That's basically oh, that's all I'll say, then. Diving into the world of U.S. Legend Cards, but we've got some... Some former U.S. Legend Car stars, NASCAR drivers on the show. We my my segment is we figure out how the cars are made, which is really really interesting. So, um, five o'clock Eastern on s- Friday, right be right after Xfinity Series practice from Road America on NBCSM. So make sure you tune in and follow along. Should be a lot of fun. And they enter a, you in a race, and I get to spot for you, so you don't want to watch that segment. Yep, that's right. People would watch that. More people would watch the show because of that segment right there. Yep. Next yep. time for part two. Who do, you think, for this. who do you think would win in like a hypothetical go-kart race between the two two of you? Well, we did, a, Jason. We did a go-kart race. We did. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did win. You're right. Good I point. beat you Forgot the first race. Yeah. And I, I was the, the fastest of our friend group too, which was awesome. I, so like, I, beat I, <laughs> <laughs> I beat you the first race. I beat you the first race. I had a faster lap time than you in the first race. So that, you know, you our, do it one and done. Our, our, Ben was faster than all of us. He he smoked us. So he may have also done professional go karting at some point. So I think basically I was the best of all the amateurs. I was the best. I didn't do any professional stuff. Of all the amateurs, I said all the amateurs. I was number one. Well, you weren't the best in the first race. I was. Anyways, Jason, nobody wants to talk about you go karting. Bam! There, fight it right back. How does it feel? (laughs) It doesn't feel good, right? You feel small, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's right. You. Um. <laughs> wow, Andrew's getting aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, all right. Follow Andrew on Twitter. If at you Andrew Curlin TV. We got a lot like of fun Andrew. stuff coming up this week. It's a big week. The show on NBCSN. We're going to Road America. Coming off a great weekend at Pocono. It's good to be back. Hey, Jason Schultz. Where can we follow you? Follow me there, where I will tweet something insightful <laughs> over the weekend. At Hey Jason Schultz. There you go. All right, everybody. We will. Uh, See you back after any words I should use at Road America. Oh. It's been a while, I know. Oh. um, Fireball. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Yes. Oh, wait, that kind of worked. That kind of worked. See what I did there? I'll give it a shot. No, you have to literally say the word fireball. All right, now I got and then do a fireball shot and do a fireball shot with the person on camera ben you would like to see that I, content, um, right no i actually might already know how i'm gonna do it ben's our audience i might already right, know i'm give you another one then is it it's gonna be lame give it's not gonna be what with. i want it to be this is so okay. hard to do this on the spot um lacrosse good luck lacrosse Okay, so fireball or lacrosse? I can, and lacrosse. I can try and manage fireball and lacrosse. and lacrosse. It's got to be in the same sentence, huh? Yeah, exactly. Hey, just like, for the you know, record, I, I worked was doing in fireball I shots while playing lacrosse last week. I worked in bamboo pickle. Um, oh gosh, at least those two in the past. Those were two words you gave me. Bamboo was my favorite. I did that with Eric Amarola. And he actually said bamboo as well. He sent bamboo back. So 
Maybe my goal will be yourself. to try and get him repeat it. I'm talking to Allgaier this weekend. Maybe I'll be like, hey, listen, I need to work this word in kind of thing. Can you help Jason me out? Jason told like, me to say this word. Can you do it for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. All right, everybody. Fun show. Um, and uh, we will see you next week. After Road America, which I'm very excited Road about. America. It's always been a very Happy birthday, report. America. Oh, my God. All right. Peace. Make sure you post on America's Facebook page. Happy birthday.